What's up, Overcomers? Before we get into the sponsors and today's podcast and the guests and all that type of stuff, I just wanted to put this out to all of you listening that I don't know about you, but I've been going through a really tough time with my mental health lately, and I just figured I'd throw this out there because if I'm going through a tough time, chances are some of you are. So I just want to let you know, go ahead and email me, DM me, um, DM me on Instagram, TikTok, whatever, visit the website, and let me know if I can help. And I'm not sure if I can, but at the very least, you know, you have a friend in me, and at the very least, I... I know where you're coming from. So just thought I'd throw that out there because if I'm having a tough time, chances are there's some of you are. And if I can help in any way, that's the only thing that I want to do with my life. So just thought I'd throw that out there. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Onnit. Listen, if you don't know by now that you need vitamins, you need supplements, at the very, very least, get yourself some vitamin D and zinc um, through the CDC and some other doctor podcast I've been listening to, I guess vitamin D really helps fight COVID. You need vitamins, you need supplements. Most of us are eating like dog shit anyway. Most of us have the COVID-19 pounds put on by now. So at the very least, get yourself some vitamins, get yourself some supplements. Visit onit.com slash O-C-Y. Save up to 10% on your order. That's onit.com slash O-C-Y. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by an amazing book right now. I just got this book. It's absolutely phenomenal. It's called Irresistible. I've heard basically everybody talk about this book. Rogan's talking about it. Dak Shepard, Whitney Cummings, a bunch of other podcasts. Doctors are talking about it. It's so, so good. It's about behavioral addictions. And the author lays all these things out. He talks about Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and Google. You got to realize, you know, we always talk about, or at least I hear all my friends talk about, you got to limit the screen time for the kids, but realize you're just one person. And in those companies, there's thousands of people that their sole purpose in their job is to keep you on their website or on their social media application for just one more minute, 10 more minutes. It's the way he lays it out is absolutely phenomenal. The book is called Irresistible. Click the link in the show notes. Go get the Audible. Don't let those people tell you that reading or listening is not reading. Don't let them do that. The Audible book is fantastic. That's the one I got. It is phenomenal. Irresistible is written by Adam Alter. Alter brilliantly illuminates the new obsessions that are controlling our lives and offers the tools we need to rescue our businesses, our families, and our sanity. In this smart, sharply argued book, Adam Alter lays out the evidence for a hidden danger in our lives, behavioral addiction. I can't say enough of this book. Click that link in my show notes. Go get yourself the book. You will not be disappointed. My guest today is Kara Duffy. She's been with some of the biggest name brands in like Reebok and Puma. She's an entrepreneur. She gives business advice. She's a life coach, business coach, and she's just an awesome person. I loved having her on. A bunch of cool things about this girl that I love, but one of the cool things is as soon as this pandemic hit, because she is an entrepreneur coach, she started to help and give out free advice. She was doing these webinars and Zoom meetings, and you can come and ask her business questions and strategy, how to start a business during this time, how to pivot, all those things that everybody's thinking about, especially if you're an entrepreneur. But one of the coolest things is is that we talked about the mindset and the mental health of an entrepreneur, but just the mental health in general, and how do you overcome, and the fact that Virtually all of her clients, when they walk in, there's some sort of mental block that she has to get them over. So it's almost like she's more of a mental coach than a entrepreneur coach. But she's just an awesome person. She's got an amazing podcast. And I think you'll just really enjoy her. So please welcome Kara Duffy. 
Kara, welcome to the Overcoming You podcast. Thank you so much. I know you're a very busy lady, so I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. For those of you that are listening that aren't familiar with you, you've been through some major, you've been with some major brands in the business world, and that's kind of really where your expertise lies. You know, Puma, Reebok, and then you kind of pivoted, and now you, you got your own podcast. You got a lot of stuff going on. So for the people that haven't heard of you, who are you? What do you do? And kind of let everybody know what you got. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm Kara Duffy. I am a multipreneur, business coach, and and consultant. I run Powerful Ladies, and I do a lot of private one-on-one coaching with business clients. Prior to that, I was in the footwear and apparel space for 20 years, making things with startups to huge companies, some of whom you mentioned. And I love that now I get to bring that expertise and best practices and what I've learned through that journey and help people, you know, live their best life and have their best business. One of the major reasons we were chatting a little bit before we started, one of the major reasons that I wanted to have you on in the reason why I like having coaches on, you're a business coach, consultant, got a whole lot of things, but you've done that a lot, is that in this current day and age, especially in the United States with COVID, pandemic, people losing jobs left and right, you know, you got racial tension, you got all this type of stuff. And um, I'm going to mess the mess this quote up, but Einstein said, I had a quote, he said, the biggest most important decision that you will ever make in your life is whether you live in a hostile or fulfilling environment. And he called that a decision. And I'm terrified of the, the mental health, but our, Mm -hmm. but our mentality right now. And I'm scared Mm -hmm. of that. And so the reason why I bring that up is that you've dealt with so many people and, you know, a gal comes in or someone comes in and you can read right on their, right on their face, kind of that mentality or that, that self-sabotaging, so when someone comes in and you know that you need to work on the mind first, what's something that you notice? And then how do you overcome that? Or how do you put them in the right direction? Kind of say. Yeah, completely. And I think to speak to, you said what's going on today in the world. Like when I get nervous, when we start taking all the hope out of the conversation and yeah. all the possibilities out of the conversation and there's so much room, no matter what's going on in your business or in the world, in your life, to really look at where is the hope, because there's always more possibilities. When clients come to me one-on-one with their business, they come at all different levels. People who are just about to start, they don't really know what they're doing. People who have started and they're like freaked out, I'm doing this wrong. People who have seen success, but they're not happy. And it all comes down to like not really remembering why they did it and what they're going for. I say that there's a trifecta of why, who, and what. So if you know why you're doing things in the world, um, why you're important, why people need you, you know, who you want to serve, who you want to help, and then what you really provide people, not the t-shirt or the thing or the service, but like how you make people feel and how you transform their lives. If you could be dialed into that triangulation of factors it changes everything else. It makes it easier to sell, easier to make money, easier to connect. And when I first started coaching, I was doing like business, finance, and life coaching because I really believe that so much of what you can do in business to make it work actually just works in life. Like the millionaire mindset, success habits, like they all cross over because if you can make a business work, you can make your life work most of the time. And, you know, it's, it's getting to that clarity. Like, 
Why, what are you concerned about? What's between you and, and your dreams? You know, is it your personal worth and value conversation? Or is it stories we have about people or product or even business? I work with a lot of people of just getting them to the scary capitalist creature that, you know, unfortunately some businesses end up showing up as. So there's even a whole story of walking through people's mindset about their relationship with what it means to make money. One of the things that I'm starting to learn with this podcast and having people sit in your seat, whether it be a business coach like yourself, you know, I've had Olympians, I've had multimillionaires, I've had, you know, rock stars on, on this, is that in order to be good in business, good as a rock star, good as, as an Olympian, this sounds counterintuitive, but it's very easy. And what I mean is it's very simple. It's just the fact that we don't do those things repetitive. You know, the Olympians that I've had is that the reason why they made it is they'll say the exact same thing. They are not the most talented, most gifted, but they do the work every single time. And you said those, those three things that, you know, to the listeners, they're thinking that is so simplistic, the why, who, and what. It sounds so simple, but here's the thing. I bet you if, I, if you and I go out to the street right now and we ask 100 people, who are you, what do you believe in, and what are you, what are you up to? what do you think? Maybe two, four of them would have that solidly picked. It sounds so simple, but none of us do it. Mm-hmm. And, but if you have that, you have that direction. Now you can, now if someone, if I come to you and I know my why, I know my who, I know my what, that makes your job a lot easier because now you can, can direct my ship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh that's one of the coolest things um, that I like is just the simplicity. So mm-hmm. one of the things when you have people come in, what is some common limited beliefs that you see and then how do you get them over that what would you say is the most common well i mean if you're i live in the world of businesses not hobbies right so to be a business you have to be making money you have to be asking people to give you money and sell things and everyone has a hurdle of what are they worth and what should they charge Mm -hmm. and at first for me it was really heartbreaking to see how little people value themselves or their time And as you start breaking that down with a new client, you really see all the pressures that they're putting themselves on, how they're comparing themselves to other people, how they have self-doubt and founder's fraud. You know, it's a reoccurring term today. And I just did a, um, every Thursday in our community, I do a group call. And we talked all about this today because, you know, we're going into this product um, series and pricing is a huge thing. And they're like, I think I should only charge this. And I was like, why? Like, that's always my first question. And when we look at what we're worth, it's more than just us. It's what are we worth to our family, our neighborhood, our community, um, that we don't realize how valuable we are. Mm -hmm. And we don't realize the impacts that we make. You make an impact every day, every second, every moment. And we just don't give ourselves credit for the impact that we do make. And when you sit down and allow yourself to get credit for what you've accomplished and what you've done and what you've overcome and who you are for other people in the world, um, it changes that perspective. Because especially if someone's buying a service from you, they're not just buying a coaching package. They're buying, you know, all your experience and what you overcome and your personal um, perspective. And then tied to that, I'm always telling clients to be more of them in their business you know, your unique story and path, whatever makes you a unicorn is actually going to make you more valuable to people. And especially if you're willing to share 
what we consider the dark side of our past. Like, you know, people want to know that you've dealt with something because guess what? Everyone deals with something. And so if you share that, there's an instant connection and affinity, which you're not going to get from the sparkly clean, everything's perfect type of brand. <laughs> That's so funny. You know, when I first, this podcast was started out of a very dark place in my, in my life. But when I started physically started the podcast, mm-hmm. I started it to be like all the podcasts that I listened to. So I started to be like a Joe Rogan or to be um, like all these interview shows that I saw. And I was so buttoned down and question, answer, question, answer. And everyone, like all my friends are like, why don't you talk about yourself at all? And I was like, but nobody wants to hear that. But then as soon as I kind of said, you know what, F this, I'm telling my story. I'm stopping yeah. to talk. I'm going to talk like I want to talk. I'm going to talk to the people I want to talk to. I'm not having people on just to have people on or whatever it is. All of a sudden, I started to get waves of people DMing me going, oh, my God, thank you so much. I can't believe you said that. I went through that, too. And now the it was so funny. Once I made that shift, and not to be braggadocious, but then my numbers for the podcast started to go like crazy. I'm like, oh, I just had to be my fucking self. I just <laughs> yeah. be myself. And the thing is, we're all individuals, but we all can connect in somebody's story. Mm-hmm. And I've said this time and time again. The listeners are, are so tired of me saying it, but I believe that you can change the world with your story. If you yes. don't believe me, Martin Luther King's story changed the world. Mm-hmm. Nelson Mandela's story changed the world. And so, mm-hmm. hey, you know, your story and my story may not change the world, but it may help somebody get through this next hour, yeah. through the next day, through the next week, through the next month. And hey, maybe they're, they'll come out of that depths of darkness or those despair. Yeah. But if you never tell your story, if I never tell my story, we'll never help, help those people. Which kind of brings me to one of the next things that I wanted to talk to you about. And I know you have a get together coming up soon. And I love the title because I'm going to be very selfish in me asking. It says, uh, can I make money and change the world? Mm-hmm. So this podcast is fantastic, but it's like jamming a um, hole in the bottom of my financial bucket because it just drains out like crazy. Mm-hmm. Starting to get some sponsors now, but it's still kind of draining. Mm-hmm. So where, what do you guys, not to spill all the beans for that, that show or anything, but can you give us some insight? How can we change the world and kind of make money at the same time? Well, the, the series that's coming up is, um, it's a little bit about people get nervous about, we have two choices. We can follow our passions and join the Peace Corps and, you know, never have any possessions, or we can make a lot of money and like have a black soul. Like those seem to be the two choices people feel they have to make. Yeah. And the truth is that's like the farthest from the truth. Um, we're about to launch an online course called Knowledge Sharing Products. And it's about how you can share what you know and make money right now. And I'm a, such a believer that like we are so interconnected and the actions that you take, like business is serving other people. And the more that we can serve other people um, and transform their lives by giving them new skills or information or something that they love and that makes them happy, we are changing the world bit by bit. And if you care about something to such an extent that you, it keeps poking at you, it won't let you get, you can't stop doing it. You're going to realize that the impact you can make is so much bigger than you think. It's, it's why I've created the PowerPlays community. It's why I do this because there's these people that if we can connect each other who are up to changing the world together, suddenly yeah. it's not, we're not by ourselves. Like that's where um, our mind gets in our own way. When we forget that we're doing this for other people or we think we're alone or we think it's hard and like, oh, like when we feel all the pressure, 
that's when we're at our worst place. And the ways to avoid that are connecting with people who are, you know, I say one of our taglines is the awesome and the up to something. Like I want to be around people who are up to something and it doesn't need to be making millions of dollars. They're just up to something that lights them up and it's fun. And we think that we can't make money and have fun. We think that we can't make money and change the world. And it's just baloney. Like if you, anything can make money. It's just what did you put in the business framework to make sure that your actions equal pay? That's it. That's, that's what, um, that's the formula to figure out. And there's so many ways to do it. You know, you're figuring out sponsors for your podcast, but like how, how else could you pivot this to make the next level impact, right? Who are organizations or communities that want to share your story and would replicate it or who are bigger people that are like, no, like this podcast is making an impact for me. Let's, let's collaborate. Let's make it bigger. And there's, there's just so I'm a believer that there are more good people than there are not in the world. So yes. how do we get all us good people connected so we can support each other and help and contribute? And all of a sudden, like, we're not watching the news anymore because we're out doing things and we're really seeing impact in real life versus it being told to us by somebody else. Yeah. The, one of the fastest ways to make money doing what you love that can change the world is to really look at what should you stop doing. And we spend a lot of time doing what we think we should versus what we could. And to me, the fun question is, I want, if you say to me, I want to make money on my podcast, that's all I want to do, then I'm like, great, let's talk about that. You and I can figure out a plan to make you millions of dollars on your podcast. Like, it's totally possible. Okay, go. Yeah. <laughs> and then people get nervous, right? About like, like, can I make that commitment? Can I make that leap? And it's like, yeah, if you, if you make the leap, it will happen. And if you have, you know, a coach and a community and support around you, like, of course, if you want to be an Olympian in your space, do what an Olympian does. They have right. a coach, they have a team, they have trainers, and they have people who are committed to their greatness so that they can be the greatness for other people. Yeah, I'll tell you, um, I'll give some inside baseball in for the listeners that don't have a podcast or just listen to it, just listen to the process that I, that I've went through is that now because of this process that I go through with this podcast is now I have that mentality that changes that goes, Oh, I'm actually worth this much money. And because, so you and I are creating this podcast. It's a, what I call long form. I take that long form. I'm going to cut it down to a 10 minute short, like clip notes, pull out some cool clips, all the cool teachings. But that from there, I do two, one minute clips, one audio and one video, put Mm -hmm. that on Instagram, put that on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, then put it on LinkedIn and then go into subreddits and go into subreddits for powerful ladies in not to spam, but I want people to hear your story. And so I'll go into subreddits, multiple subreddits. I'll go into that. I'll sometimes go on to classifieds. Mm -hmm. I'll go into multiple groups onto Facebook. And so the end all be all is this one form becomes 38 pieces of content. And the thing is going back to my thought process is that it's very boring to do that. This is the fun part. I love hanging out with people like you. This is the fun part. Those cutting that up and editing and learning how to do all that and, and, putting the music there and getting uh, all the marketing and all that stuff, that's very boring. But what that also does is one, it validates to myself that, hey, I am worth it because I'm putting in the work. 
Mm-hmm. Because so now when I go to these brands and they go, hey, I'll give you 500 bucks for for an advertisement. I go, hey, I appreciate it, man. But I'm worth so much more than that. You don't understand what I do, what I've gotten to get to my level here. Yeah. And I'm not putting out Joe Rogan numbers, but I put a lot of work in. So it's like that whole thought process of first you have to start making and taking action. And then the more action you take, the belief starts to get bigger and bigger. And then you start yeah. to believe in yourself and then you can command more. And then when you have that T-shirt, you go, no, this is a $50 t-shirt. This is not a $25 t-shirt or whatever. Yeah. So it's that whole portion. I want to go back to something that you said. We've heard this a lot. Awesome people doing awesome things yeah. and setting yourself up around good people. So obviously you have a community, but if I come to you, how do I, how do, I do that? It may seem yeah. simple. Do I just Google? I mean, how do I find the right people? Because mm-hmm. am I the right fit for you? Am I not the right fit? Like, how do I find the good people to surround myself with? Yeah. Um, the first thing that I would look at are who are the people that you're inspired by, right? Like even starting with who are the people that you wanted to model your podcast after? I did the same thing with mine. What are my three favorite podcasts? How do I pull my favorite bits? So who are those people? Who are people that you admire in your community? And like, just go through lists of like, who do you admire? And the next game is how do you be part of their social circle? How do you get to have a conversation with them? One of my um, favorite pro tips from a, a podcast guest from the Powerful Ladies podcast was she stalks people on LinkedIn, fully admits that she stalks them. She, her, uh, she got into the food business and she now has Howard Schultz as a mentor, the CEO oh. of Starbucks, because she wouldn't, she emailed him every week for as long as it took for him to email her back. Wow. And it's just this persistence. You brought that up earlier, like people doing the work. So who has the life that you want? Who's in a field that you want to be in? Who knows someone that you want to know? And you're not making these connections to like the Hollywood version of what can you give me? It really is a given and gain, but it's like, if you want to be um, leveling up, you have to be surrounding yourself with people who are at that next level. And I even feel it in my own um, world sometimes. Like if I'm going through a fast acceleration period, all of a sudden I realize like, wait, who, who's, who's next for me? Like, who's going to like come up with me? I'm like pulling people up, like, let's go. And I have to also make sure that I'm constantly checking in with who, who am I chasing next? Who is the next person that I'm going to have coffee with or a phone call with or invite on my podcast? Podcasts are a great way to have a backdoor into getting people to hang out with you that maybe wouldn't hang out with you. And I am so honored by who shows up on mine and like, it's, I make my podcast totally selfishly of right. all the products that we make. Um, but just call these people, send them a DM, a message. And there's a really specific technique, I think, in reaching out to people you don't know. And I recommend always saying um, why you're reaching out to them, what you admire about them, and what you really want to get from them. Like, let's get a coffee or I have a question. Be really specific, but be a human. You know, right. like, like they are regular people. <laughs> I mean, I got people to say yes to be in my podcast because I messaged them on LinkedIn and said, hey, I'm going to do a whole month where I only talk to people named Kara, just to be uh, silly. And you're on my list of like the most successful Kara's. Are you a yes? And they all wrote back like laughing. Yes, I'm totally in. <laughs> so, that's awesome. Like being silly and real and just being really authentic about it, that works versus trying to be super professional or inauthentic or hiding behind it. Like, just be real. What do you want? Like you want a phone call, a coffee? Okay. Yeah. Sure. 
Another yeah. trick is to, um, you know, reference that you read something that they did, or I listened to this podcast, like tell people you've been involved. You're not just going to the phone book and picking people through a, a search, but you actually took some time to learn something about them. Yeah. You know, that kind of brings me into the next portion that I wanted to talk to you about. I want to kind of go a little bit deeper is that, so when you have, you have these women come to you, um, not just women, but we were talking before and they go, they go, I'm not powerful. Yeah. How do you get them from I'm not powerful or use whatever word you want in there. I'm not good enough. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm whatever it is. How do you get them to overcome that? Yeah. What's your process like, or what's somebody, if someone's listening right now, what can you tell them to become more powerful or change that mindset? Yeah. And so you're referencing, we were talking about when I would invite people to be part of powerful ladies years ago and they would say, Oh, I love that idea, but I'm not powerful. And it would break my heart because I'm like, what? I'm calling you. Cause I think you're a powerful lady. Right. Um, so when I, whenever I've dealt with that, I sit there and I ask them like, what does powerful mean to you then? Because we must have different definitions. And, you know, a lot of the words we use as humans are words that are actually on a sliding scale. They're going to be different from different people at different t times of your life. Um, you know, it's easy to use money as that example. $10,000 might be a lot of money to somebody trying to make their first, you know, at-home movie. And then yeah. $10,000 to Bill Gates is nothing. So you can see how your perspective moves it along the scale of a lot to a little. And power is the same way or good enough is the same thing. So how do you really get clarity on where you're putting yourself on the scale and where you're looking at it from? So some of the women I asked more questions about that, it was because they said, you know, I'll be powerful when I achieve X, Y, or Z. I'll be powerful when I've got this done and this done and all my boxes are checked. And I kind of laughed and I said, listen, if you're only good enough or only powerful when all the boxes are checked, that tells me that you're in the ground. Like what's next? <laughs> so being powerful it, to me is about continuing to get up, being in it. You keep going. It's, it's running the marathon, not finishing it. And so it's great to like sit down with people and be like, okay, what makes you think that you are not the most important special person on the planet? And let's really look at that. Like, you know, comparison is, can be the root of so many horrible mindset things. And it can be something that drives you. All of these have the yin and the yang um, to them. So if you don't think you're powerful right now, who are you comparing yourself to? And I'm willing to bet that if you look at who you were last year, two years ago, five years ago, you, what have you done? What has worked? Um, what should you be proud of? And based on that, you can really see all the things that you should be giving yourself credit for. Um, so it's, it's that exercise of we have to do a little personal history lesson. And then another great technique to do as well, if you, if you really feel like I have nothing to offer, is to talk to your friends and family and ask them directly, what are three things that I am really great at? What are three things that you count on me for? And you start to realize what you have to offer. It's actually one of the techniques we have in the, in the course that's coming out because we forget what we know. We forget what we're good at all the time. And I love that you said something earlier about like building up is in the actions of doing. No, you're not born with confidence. You get it from like being out there and doing it. 
Yes. So you can only get confidence by trying things and being curious. And I wish more people spent more time like in discovery phase. Like, yeah. what do you like? Go try it. Go see what's next. Like we go through black holes on Google, but like go through a black hole in life of like, just see where the path takes you. And I honestly think that should be part of everyone's weekly agenda. Where do you give yourself two to four hours to just like go see what shows up? Yeah, it's so interesting. We don't schedule enough time for ourselves. Yeah. Um, we schedule some physical, we schedule some, maybe some reading, but we don't schedule enough time for ourselves. We schedule for everyone else, everyone else, everyone else. Um, but once again, going back to that thing we talked about in the very beginning, the why, the who, and the what, it's so simple that a lot of people think that it's not valid or it's not worth it. But if yeah. you and I want to be healthy, it's very simple. You wake up, you eat right, you go to the gym, you drink water, you go to sleep, you wake up, you eat right, you go to the gym, you drink water, you go to sleep. It's very simple. It's just that yeah. we don't do it. So mm-hmm. I absolutely I absolutely love that. And then, so if I'm brand new and I go and hang out with you and all your powerful ladies or your yeah. group, I'm going to feel less than. But if you really, if you, sometimes if you understand what's going to happen before you get there, it's yeah. not so bad. So, hey, mm-hmm. if you feel like you are the lowest rung in the room, that's not necessarily bad. That means you're you're around some amazing people because it, I'm guessing, I'm guessing, I don't know you that well, we're just meeting today, but if you and I go sit around Oprah, Elon Musk, Bill Gates, The Rock, I guarantee you, you and I may feel a little bit less than or a little bit um, overwhelmed because they are so much leveled up or who, put whoever else you want in there. And so one is that realize that once you get into that new group and you start to quote unquote, find your your powerful people, you're going to kind of feel at first the lowest rung, but mm-hmm. sooner or later being around them, they're going to pull, pull you up because, you know, rising tides rise all ships. So I have a couple other questions for you, but I know you got a lot of stuff going on. So before we get to the last couple questions, where can everybody find you? Mm-hmm. How do they find your podcast? What's the name of it? Where's your website? All that type of stuff. Yeah, perfect. So um, the one website is thepowerfulladies.com. We're on Instagram at Powerful Ladies, and the podcast is The Powerful Ladies Podcast. Uh, and then for the coaching, it's caraduffy.com. And what type of coaching do you do? I know we kind of talked about it, but just to yeah. give a little bit more background. So it's all it's business coaching and consulting, and I specialize in creative entrepreneurs, uh, people who are in the product space, and women entrepreneurs as well. You don't need to be all three. I have men and women, and creatives and non-creatives in that space. But essentially, if you want to like take things to the next level, and you want to have fun doing it, and you want to realize how business doesn't have to be so serious, and you can be successful, um, really like whole whole three sixty life and business yeah. blending, then I'm your person. Cool. Yeah. And I love the, one of the things that caught my eye is that go to your website and the first thing, and I, this is what made me like you before I even met you was <laughs> I meet you where you're at. Yeah. So many times I hate to, anybody that's trying to help people, I'm, I value. So mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of fake flipping gurus out there and yeah. it's all, you know, take charge, you know, pull yourself up by the bootstraps. And it's just like, Hey, First of all, not everybody's meant for that. Everybody's at different levels. We talked about that through this whole episode. I can come to you and, hey, I have an idea, but I think so little of myself that that's too much. And so I love that first portion, meet you where you're at. So I just love that because it made me feel like you were leading your coaching with your heart, not with your mind or not with a pocketbook. So it was really, really refreshing. So um, just kudos to you for, for that. So I really love that. 
Thank you. Um, yeah, I really believe that everyone has something to offer. So if you don't know what you have to offer, then great excuse for us to have a conversation because I'm willing to bet I'll, I can show you 100 ideas before we're done. Yeah. Yep. 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 So I have kind of two questions left. And the first one, full disclosure, is a little bit grandiose. But okay. <laughs> um, in getting to know you a little bit and kind of like I said, doing some research, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what you will say. So like we talked about, this time is very unprecedented. It's mm-hmm. crazy to say the least, you know, in so there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of people on furlough that, you know, my, my assumption is there's a lot of people out of work that don't know they're out of work. There's a lot of businesses that are out of business that don't know they're out of business. There's a lot of people that are already unemployed. So just from a life standpoint, just from a mentality standpoint, what advice would you give? What advice would you give right now? Yeah. I've been telling everyone since COVID happened to, to follow the four P's to pause, to prioritize, prune, and then pivot. A lot of people have been jumping right to pivot. And I'm like, great, I'm glad you're in action, but hold on. Like, let's go back to that why statement. You know, we don't think about asking why we had that job, what we want to do next, where we want to go. And so often we're caught in this wheel that somebody else created and we didn't. So there's actually an opportunity right now to step back and be like, well, hold on. If the rules are changing, how do I get to make the rules up myself? Mm-hmm. And that's when we really get to see how powerful we are because we get to make them way more than we realize that we can. So if you're in a tough time right now, it's like, okay, well, this is a great way to go to a clean slate and just start choosing what would really make you happy. If you don't want the big house, great, get rid of it. Like I'm a huge fan of the tiny house movement. They're so awesome. Go check it out. You know, if you realize that you would rather spend more time with your family or taking care of your parents, or you realize I don't want to be an accountant, I'd rather like, you know, be a dog walker. Great, right? Like none of that's wrong. So if the entire structures of what people expect at work or meeting people or everything else is going out the window, I hope people see that as freedom where they get to also throw out the window anything they want. Like how can you... Marie Kondo, your life right now versus just your things, because that's really what we have an opportunity to do right now. And know that there are people out there whose businesses are working and they are hiring and they actually are having a hard time finding people right now. So if anyone is stuck and they are a rock star or they want to be one, like literally you can send me an email because I have clients and I know businesses that are struggling to find people to work right now. And there's just a disconnect, I think. I think, you know, are there huge issues that we're dealing with in the U.S. in particular right now? Yes. And are some great things happening at the same time? Yes. So how do we find people who know where the good things are happening to bring other people in as well? Like, yeah. there's, there's such, there is that network of people who have had COVID be a great experience for them. And there's people who've had it be the worst experience of their lives. And I think if we can match each other up a little bit, we can get each other back into a a middle place where more people can be feeling better and more hopeful and get back to, you know, feeling purposeful and earning an income and getting back on with what your life's goal were originally. Yeah, I can tell you, it kind of brings, brings it full circle is that I love, love that advice. I think now is the time since we do have a pause 
mm-hmm. in our life, yeah. wanted or unwanted, pause to go back to those three questions that we started with. Yeah. You know, why, why are you doing what you're doing? Who, who are you? What do you want? Because here's the thing, here's the thing that I've known, known in my life. So I live in Newport beach and it's, I grew up with some extremely wealthy people, private jets, Ferraris, all that type of stuff. And that's what I've always wanted. Yeah. But is that really what I wanted? It's I wanted that. So people would see that I have that. It's not really what I want. What I want is to help as many human beings on the face of the planet overcome this little demon that we have inside of our, in between our ears, because if we can do that, our life is filled so much more with fulfillment and joy rather than keeping up with the Joneses. So last question, this is just a personal question for you is how do you build your self-worth? Oh, I mean, I literally do the exercise I tell my clients to do that I mentioned earlier. Like there are days when I am having a bad day. I talk to a client I wanted or I, I, someone comes to me as a potential new client and I'm like, oh, like they're really, they're big. I don't know if I'm big enough to coach them. And I have to sit there and I call my coach because I think having a coach for everyone is so important. So um, I call my coach and we'll talk about it. I'll make my list to remind myself of what I have overcome and how I have made an impact. You know, my coach encouraged me to keep a brag book. Every time I do something that like I would high five myself for, she's like, put it in the book. Because we all have those days where we get, we doubt it. Um, It's also why I surround myself with as many people as possible who are going after the same things as you mentioned it from, from like what really matters to our hearts. Um, You know, people who at the end of the day are going to put in the effort and the work and they care about the people. And we have similar, you know, why, who, what values um, because it allows me to just remember like, okay, wait, why am I doing this? Cause sometimes you need that, you know, like, like Beyonce, when she would have stage fright, she would have to be in that Sasha fierce character. And we all sometimes need to like put on that character to like amp ourselves back up and remember what we should do, especially if we're nervous or about to go on stage or talk to somebody for the first time. And that's okay. That's a good example of fake it till you make it. Yeah. Um, Because all of us at the end of the day, we're still five years old. We're still on the playground being like, will you play with me? Mm -hmm. And like, that's all we want. We just want somebody else to play with. Mm -hmm. And that can be relationships. It can be business. It can be just having friends. So if we remember that we're all five and everyone is ultimately asking, will you be my friend? Like go out there. I will go out and do what I need if I'm lacking it. So if I'm lacking being connected, who can I connect with? If I'm lacking, Mm. um, you know, romance, who can I go send flowers to or send love to? And whenever I'm in a in a bad place, if I can switch it to be of service and give someone what I wish I had, it always changes everything. So, um, and then it lets you connect with people and feel good and all those other, you know, positive endorphins happen. But it is that mix of, you know, keeping your list of like, okay, I did all this. I did this. I deserved this. And um, having that, having good people. And then when all else fails, go be of service. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. I think you said so many great things or some little, so many cool little nuggets in there is one, you know, you mentioned Beyonce is realized that if there ever was a ideal picture, perfect performer, she's got to be in the, in the running, but mm-hmm. even she feels 
nervous sometimes going out there. No matter who you are, you are going to feel nervous. And then you said something that I actually have done a couple times when I go out on stage is that when I, when I see like a big um, crowd, like the biggest one I ever talked in front of was 8,000 and I started to hyperventilate. Yeah. And I got this um, rush of like, oh my God, do I have this down? I'm trying to run through my notes and trying to run through my whole thing. And then yeah. a buddy of mine came over and said, who are you going out there for? I was like, what do you mean? I'm going out there for me. He goes, no, no, no. You're going out there for the 8,000 people that are out there. And then I went, oh, if you change that around to how can I help, you know, and just talk to look outwardly versus in, inwardly that that anxiety and and stuff starts to really subside and then the other thing once again it sounds so simple but i had a therapist tell me this as well is that she told me to do it every day i did not do it every day but if you write down three things that you accomplished and then when i was really depressed she made me make a list of 20 things in my life that i've accomplished and yeah. it really does get you out of your head and go, Hey, I actually do do things. I actually do accomplish things. Wow. I am a, I'm a pretty badass, powerful person here. There's a lot that I've done. So so many cool things in there to help our self-worth and kind of get out of that, that mental anguish that so many of us have, have in there. So, mm -hmm. uh, and then last question, and this is that you don't have to say names, but I'm always curious with coaches. <laughs> Can you tell me the worst person or person that you would not work with? Someone came in, you're like, I'm sorry, chick. I'm sorry, dude. I am not going to work with you. And what was the deal? And why didn't you work with them? Um, the two people that I have been an absolute no to taking on one, all they wanted was this quick fix. I've saw on Instagram, I just need a funnel. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, no, like businesses work because you work. <laughs> yeah. So if you're looking for something fast to just make money and there's no heart and soul in it, like, no, thank you. And then other people have been just people who were the other person I'm thinking of in particular was just not a nice person. Like was there was something that she had to work through herself and just brought all this stuff up. Like she needed to find a therapist. She needed to maybe take a self-development course. There was just so much like um, there's an expression of like people showing up like a tornado where you can never actually get to them because they're always throwing like, well, my mother, this, or my boyfriend, this, or you don't understand this boss. And all they're doing is creating a lot of noise around them because they don't really want to have to deal with themselves or really get into the core of what's going on. And so when somebody's in that tornado spot, I am not the professional to help them. Like, break that down. Right. And so, you know, people who wanted to want to get rich quick or people who are in that tornado space, those are who I've said no to. But I've been really lucky. I most of my coaching business is referrals and I get the most incredible people and getting to help rise others and lift them up. Like I can't believe that this is my job. Like awesome. it's it's the coolest thing. So anyone else to your point, like if you can go and help other people, it, it's one of the best jobs you can have. And it can be totally rewarding in so many more ways than, than just financial. That is awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, my friend, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for coming on the Overcoming You podcast. I really do appreciate it. You're a powerful lady to say the least. Get with your why, get with your who, get with your what, the four Ps. Thank you so much. Um, I love your energy. I love you meet people where they're at. So thank you so much for coming on the Overcoming You podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you. It's been such a pleasure.
All right. Remember, everybody, be kind to yourself.